Hey guys, it's Pilo here in the studio. Just waiting on Bump to get here so I can remind him to actually turn his microphone on this week. Apologies for that uh, last week. Eventually he's going to get it going, you know. I think he's here. You're already in here. You're already in here, I see. Yeah. No doubt. Am I early? Right on time. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we have a banker of a show tonight. Let's get to it. Welcome to To The Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk. Uh, we are recording this one on January the 16th, a little bit earlier this week. Uh, as always, from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi, with your with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, and he's already joined you guys already, but joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. How we doing, man? Uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, I had a good Martin Luther King Day. It was a good one. Outside of one of the worst rounds of golf I have ever played. Uh, I've seen you do better. <laughs> hit, hit a lot of, uh, I don't know, it was all over the place today. Just one of those days. You got to kind of laugh your, laugh at yourself at this point. I uh, I was, I was kind of nervous. I texted you last night. I was kind of nervous to get out there. I haven't been on an actual golf course since the Joy Lee McNillis tournament in early right. September. Yep. So that's what, September, October, November, December, January. I mean, that's, I don't know, yeah. working on four, four months there. So, um, yeah. But and but the great thing was is I had very low expectations. <laughs> so I think that's there the was really there was really no way for me to uh, to get upset at anything that I did um, because I'm not a very good player anyway. And uh, I had a built-in excuse for why I was going to play bad. So, but man, zero birdies, but putted at a few, shot a smooth little 80. A-okay with me. Timberson's in nice shape. And um, those guys are always nice out there. It's good. Nice weather. Wasn't freezing. Hey, we're playing Janu- We're playing golf on January the 16th and didn't have to just got crazy bundle up. Yeah, I mean, I wore shorts. So, it's like, you know, you can't complain about golf in January and and it was it was pretty mild. It was so. Yeah, no, I appreciate the invite. Good to uh, good to meet Kibo too. Yep, that was nice. Um, Kibo being Pilo's dad. Yep. He's Today, a good player though, too. He's a uh, he's a big big golfer. Plays a lot. Retired. Uh, golfs and fishes a lot. And uh, about midway through the round, I thought. Should have went fishing. That, that's kind of where I was <laughs> today. Uh, it was uh, definitely the weather for fishing, but anyway, we had a good time. It was, it was, uh, fellowship was good, and um, it's good to laugh at yourself every once in a while. Very good. And, and if anybody saw the three shots that we hit, well, it was the four shots that we hit on um, on Facebook Live. I thinned it, hit it straight in the head, and somehow like had like a twenty foot birdie putt. Uh, Pilo did something very similar and it rolled off the back and then your dad, who's been playing great all day. I think the, 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 the tension got to him yep. <laughs> because yep. 
He topped the first one right in the water and then came back like a champion, hit a nice high draw, had a good birdie putt. So anyway, it was fun. Whoever joined in for that live broadcast, um, I hope you got a giggle because uh, we did. Yeah. Let's talk about what's happened since last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And so the big news, right, um, Arston Armstrong takes the job at, at Alabama. Uh, making Dan O'Brien our new de- defensive coordinator. There, there was a couple days there where, you know, we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. who's going to be the next guy? We, I, I, I think we all thought that Dan would, would be on the short list. But anyway, yep. we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Joy Lee McNillis hits a landmark for wins at Southern Miss. Big time. We've had a lot of people reach out about foodie talk with Pilo. So backed by popular demand, we're going to have a Pilo foodie talk. Uh, I can't wait to hear that. Um, from what I hear, it's going to be chicken oriented. We'll see the red takes us Hot and, take. um, yeah. And, and then the, the new segment is, is going to be the, the, the sweat. I, I said the starting five. I think I might've wrote it down wrong. <laughs> it was, it was, it was your idea and your segment. Um, uh, but, but it's going to be like the five, uh, restaurants in Hattiesburg that, that we would like to go to. I set mine up like a starting five in basketball. Uh, I think you did yours like a draft. Either way, we're going to have five restaurants that we're going to talk about. Yep. And uh, Hattiesburg sure got plenty of them. But um, to kick it off, man, you know, we, we've got to start off with, with Austin, Austin Armstrong yep. taking that job at Alabama. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Man, it's, it's kind of uh... – it's one of those things where you know it's coming. It's just really a matter of when. Um, obviously, the guy just exudes talent and knowledge. And even at as the youngest de- uh, coordinator in the country, uh, which I think they said every single game we played on ESPN this year, um, you can just see the works of, of a brilliant mind in action and um, love the guy, uh, fully respect him and his decision. We'll support him all the way. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we see him again one day um, in some kind of capacity, but happy for him. Um, hats off to him and excited. Um, you know, if you have coordinators leaving, it's usually a good reason. Uh, if you have coaches leaving in, in those, most of the sure. time, uh, you know, it's, it could be one of those where you're clearing house, but in our case, uh, good things are happening. People are, you know, it's getting national attention. And so, um, you know, it means we're winning and we're doing the right things. So uh, I'll take it. Well, first of all, when, when Alabama comes knocking on your door, right. Um, you know, you, you, you always open that door, <laughs> right? Um, yep. so, and yeah, you mentioned it, man. It's, it's nice to have coaches, uh, or other programs reaching out, um, for some of our coaches with the, with the previous administration, didn't happen a lot. Uh, and, Correct. and there's, you know, probably a reason for that, but, uh, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Austin. He's, he's going to do great. Uh, he's already done great. He's a rising star in the profession. He is, um, he is somebody that, that brings that energy every single day, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I will it's, miss the it's jumping jack on the sidelines. Yeah, uh, it won't be long. It won't be long until he's running his own program somewhere. And, yep. you know, uh, so he got a chance to learn from Will Hall, who I think does it better than anybody else. And now he's literally going to the place that does it better than anybody else. <laughs> so, um, right. 
so yeah, man, great for him. Uh, and, and also great for coach Dan O'Brien. Now, Dan and I have a personal relationship. We're friends. Our kids go to the same school, right? Yep. We go to the same church. Um, met Dan, uh, right after they arrived in Hattiesburg. Well, met his life, his wife, Alicia first. Um, yep. and then Katie and her became like really good friends. So, and then I heard, I think it was like like a, a month or two after uh, Katie and Alicia started hanging out. She was like, you know, Dan was like a coach at Southern Miss or something. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And then right. I was like, is that Dan O'Brien? Okay. And I was like, hey, coach, what's happening? <laughs> um, That's wild. So, so, so yeah. So, so Dan has become a, a good a good friend of mine, and um, great family. Great guy. Now you're not gonna get the at least I don't think so from what I've seen that you're not gonna get the the, the jumping jacks mm-hmm. out of Dan. You're not gonna get the uh, um, just just excitable nature on the sideline. Um, but what you are gonna get is a whole lot of smart. This is a sharp dude, man. People that have been to football camps that I've talked to, they said, yeah, he was a, he was the speaker that came, and you know, goodness, he he knows his stuff. Um, oh yeah, just. From from what I've, just from from our interactions, yep, he's one of those guys that when you're talking to him, you're like, man, I better act like I know what I'm talking about here <laughs> because I can tell that he does. You know? Yeah, I mean like, that was a couple of times, you know, after games this season, he would come out to the tailgate tent, uh, kind of talk with us, and, and that was some of the most, you know, obviously time outside of the time out in the roost this past season. I know he. Like to come out and, and see us in the roost, but um, getting to hear his kind of breakdown and, and thoughts on and things that happened in the game that night was, you, you can tell you're dealing with somebody who obviously knows what they're doing and uh, highly intelligent defensive mind. So um, I, as soon as I heard the news on Armstrong, my first statement was elevate O'Brien. That was the first thing I said. Uh mm-hmm. And glad to see that that happened. Yeah, and, and there was other names that were floated out there, but I mean, Coach Hall pulled the trigger on, on this thing pretty quick. And right. after talking to Dan, and, and I've asked him to come on the show, and I think he is. But look, they're still recruiting. <laughs> you can imagine the whirlwind that's that's been uh, in Dan O'Brien's world the last week or so right. at this point after finding out. And then I'll tell you something that was really funny because we found out the day before it was announced, but we didn't run with it. Uh, I text Dan and he didn't text me back right away. And I after I saw him at church and he was like, Hey man, it's like, how'd you find out? I said, man, I keep my ear to the ground. And, um, <laughs> he said, well, the funny thing is coach hall called me into his office five minutes after you text me saying DC question mark. <laughs> he says so the first thing I said was, uh, well, bumps already, uh, bumps already called me out on it. Coach. He said, Coach Hall started laughing. <laughs> he said, "I know how." Anyway, uh, great for Dan. He um he, he comes with a good pedigree too. Is 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 he's been around it for a while. Uh, graduate of Boston College. Um, in two thousand and five. Uh, he uh then he worked as a scouting assistant with New England with the New England Patriots and Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. Um, and also spent a year at Harvard working with the safeties in two thousand and six. Um. He was at Elon for a while, um, mm-hmm. 
spent four seasons there as a defensive analysis. Um, we'll see. He spent some time at Alabama with the Crimson Tide under Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. Won a national championship, right? Right. Um, he was at Navy uh, for quite a while. Looks like three or four seasons at Navy. And then Georgia. Okay, and then Southern Miss. So, I tell you, if, I tell you, if this this story just hit me. But I remember when when Dan first came out to the roost. I think two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Pace is right next to us out there. Yep. And Dan comes up and Zach's standing there, so I introduce him. I say, you know, Zach, this is this is Dan O'Brien, our safeties coach. Uh, just got here from the University of Georgia. And Zach kind of folds his arm. He goes, so. Georgia. Facilities uh, about the same. <laughs> Dan was like, well, you know, we're getting there. <laughs> That's right. That's fine. Anyway, uh, the point is, uh, Dan's a good egg and a hell of a damn football coach, and we should be lucky to have him. I'm so excited for him taking this jump in his career, uh, and I'm also excited that he gets to do it here. And that we kind of get we get this continuity, right? We're going to change the defense. Not like you're hiring a new guy that's got a whole new philosophy or anything like that. Not to mention, you know, our safeties kicked some serious ass last year. That yep. was under the tutelage of, of Dan O'Brien. So um, uh, guys like Malik Shorts, guys like Jay Stanley, um, just, just tackling machines. Right place at the right time. Well, the reason that happened was because of Dan. So good on him. Can't wait to get going and get out there and 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 see him in action. Yep. Also, as we're as we're recording this, I got to throw it out there. Halftime, Cowboys, uh, eighteen nothing over the Bucks. So uh, hmm. it's good for me, uh, at least right now. But we know if you watched any uh, playoff games, uh, don't. Uh, it's not over till it's over. Just ask Jacksonville about that. So. Uh, that was a crazy comeback by Trevor Lawrence and them. I don't know if you saw that, but wow. I did. Uh, I did. So so Dakota's got a 18-point lead. Hmm. Yep. Over the good. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, moving on. So, Joy Lee McNillis. Mm-hmm. Hits a landmark for wins at Southern Miss. Now with 300 wins at Southern Miss. How about that? That's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where um, you talk about Southern Miss, you think about names, right? You think about people. Um, You think about Jeff Bauer. You think about Ray Guy. You think about Brett Favre. You think about all these people that have been around um, and obviously made Southern Miss who it is. Um, You know, obviously in the world of women's basketball, uh, at least as long as I've been around is Joy Lee. And um, as somebody who got to work in athletics and work behind the scenes a little bit with her, um, it's, it's all about energy and excitement. And it's like, it's like, she's a young coach. She still gets after it, still gets excited and still puts a quality product out on the court. Yeah. So, and we know we've, we've never had coach McNillis on the show. Um, we need to have more ladies on the show. Anyway, we really do. We do. Um, but, 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 so her, this was her 300th win, uh, just at Southern Miss alone. 
and she is one of only 12 coaches to reach 200 or more wins at two different programs. If you remember correctly, she was in Memphis. Right. And killed it up there for a while. So she killed it up there. She came here um, at her alma mater and doing the same thing. So super duper happy for Coach Lee, for Coach Joy Lee. We, uh, we, we, we mentioned in the open that Foodie Talk was back. It's back. So my man... This, the, 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 the floor is yours. Uh, All right. Well, talk with Pilo. Let it rip. Oh, man. This is going to be a hot take. I feel like I'm going to get some Twitter uh, comments on this. But just hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, my hot take is Raising Canes is overrated. Extremely mm. overrated. Mm. And I, let me tell you why. Uh it's a conspiracy. I love a good conspiracy theory. I think it, they do it on purpose. <laughs> it is deliberately under-seasoned. And if you're under-seasoning chicken that bad, uh, and then you're going to nickel and dime the consumer to buy more sauce, it's all a vicious cycle to sell more sauce. That is true. That is very true right there. Because at, I'm at this point where, I mean, I don't eat it a lot. I don't, I'm not really that big of a fan, to be honest. Uh for multiple reasons. One, they just have chicken. Like, give me a buffalo sauce. Let's mix it up with a little boneless wing. Like, do something else. It's not that hard to put a little buffalo sauce on a chicken tender. Okay? <laughs> Beef one. Two, it's extremely under-seasoned. And the best three things on the menu are never talked about. Except, A, the toast is phenomenal. B, the honey mustard is highly slept on. If you've never had it. It's a game changer if you like honey mustard. And C, the lemonade is fantastic. Really sweet, but it's really good. But it all circles around they purposely underseason their chicken to charge you 50 cents for a sauce. Hmm. I see where you're going with that now. It took me a while to connect the dots, but. Yep. Well, you know, and, and we don't have a sponsor currently on the show. and now that you've said this, Keynes is damn sure not going to be one of them, but, um, <laughs> but you know, well, look, I, you know, and that's the thing They used to be a huge sponsor. You remember, you remember the games in Reed green, <laughs> the pet band, we'd get close and that we'd hit 65 and the pet band would go crazy. Cause they would yell mm-hmm. free chicken. Um, obviously that has not after, happened in a while. After every one of those games, we were stopping and get a Kaniac yep. because the Bailey household loves some Keynes guys. I mean, look, I did it too. It was the best. I mean, buy a Caniac, get a Caniac. And that Mm -hmm. was back when the Caniac was like $9. Now it's like 14 or whatever. Um, Obviously with inflation, but I can eat it. I'm not saying it's not edible. I'm just saying without the sauce, it's pretty bad. And if if you're on the train of like, uh, you don't believe me, just go to Raisin Cane's, order a box combo. And eat it without sauce. And tell me if you enjoy your experience. You know what we need to do? We need to get, like, we need to, let's, we can get Fusaklis. We can get Zaxby's. Oh. Zaxby's. We can get, uh, we can get um, Nelly's from downtown. And we oh, can get yeah. Cane's. And we should, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a taste test. We should Blind do this at one of our, we should, we should do it at a, at a, at a basketball tailgate. Let's it's do it. It's be coming pretty soon. Uh, if this weather stays good, then we'll do the tailgate again. But yeah, that's what we should do. We, we should. Um, hmm. Have you, you ever seen? I don't know if you've ever seen. I'm a huge fan of the guys that do perfect. 
uh, that do the trick shots and they're on YouTube, but they're about 60 million subscribers now. And uh, Harper and I actually saw them up in Memphis. They have a tour during the summer and we went and saw them live and it was incredible. I actually got to meet all the guys in Bass Pro up in Memphis in the pyramid before the show. Uh, we were just in there kind of killing some time and Bass Pro is one of their big sponsors and we actually bumped into them and got pictures with all of them. It was awesome. But they do a segment on one of their shows where um, one of their guys, they did that with fast food burgers, a blind taste test. Of if, if you could pick uh, which ones. They've done it with coffee. One of their guys is like a coffee kind of connoisseur. And seeing if he could pick like between like a nice uh, French press versus gas station coffee and to see if you can taste the difference. So, mm. uh and they did well, it with see, pe- they've done it with pizza too, which is pretty cool. And and, and that's always my theory. I know uh, I think J- Jamie mentioned this uh, from our bowl conversation, but my deal with all these chicken places is I might like one more than the other, mm-hmm. but it's like donut places. Like I like Shipley's better. It's not like I don't like Krispy Kreme or don't right. like some you know. I, and, and when you eat it, it's not like this donut sucks. You're like, man, this donut's pretty good. You know, that one over there might be a little bit better. I can still tell it's a damn donut. Yeah. Um, you know, like, 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 like a light beer. I like some light beers better than other light beers, but it's yep. not like I drink it. I'm like, is this, I can, I can absolutely tell that's what it is. So can I differentiate? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if I can do it on the fly. I don't know. If, I don't know how, how, how my palate is, is going to react to that, but, um, but yeah, I mean to put, like... a, to put a bow on the foodie talk for this week. I I I know somebody's out there is probably thinking, okay, he's ripping canes. So what does he like? And my go-to as somebody who grew up on the coast near Mobile is is definitely Fusakli's, hands down. It is uh, fantastic. Gives you options: buffalo tossed. It's not greasy, and it's super cheap. Uh, it is by far the most affordable chicken place out there. Do they have a catchy one-liner? Oh, uh, yeah. I can't line? fake the foo. Okay. Because they'll Which mix is... it up at Cane's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with the, with the drive-thru? What's kicking? What you going to eat? Chicken or something like that? Yeah. Or what's kicking? <laughs> what combo are you picking or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, that's Maybe awesome. I won't get too much hate. But you know, yeah. Hey, that's what we're here talk at gmail.com um, and at P Lowry on Twitter. Hit him up. Let's get to some basketball, dude. Let's do it. Basketball's rolling. Okay, so we, so we go into this four game road trip. I know we already talked about two of the games, but we we ended it up this past week. So where we go two and two on the road trip. Right. Had travel issues getting to Marshall. I think it was a t- from when we tried to step on the initial plane to when we actually arrived in Marshall's a seventeen hour ordeal. Or I think it was supposed to be like a, I don't know, normal two and a half hour ordeal. Right. The bags got put on something on a different plane. Um, just a logistical nightmare, which seems to happen to our basketball team an awful lot. I don't know why. You remember last year when we had to bus it um, yep. because of an ice storm or something across the state of Texas. Which is not like going across the state of Mississippi. Um, it, it happens right. to our basketball team quite a bit. Quite, quite a bit. Um, and then after that Marshall game, I had to go all the way from Marshall to Arkansas State, which is not just like a neighboring state. So 
it was a long road trip, I guess is what I'm trying to get around to. And to go two and two on that road trip, still without your starting point guard. And playing two of the better teams in the league. Uh, I know we lost to both those games, but I, the point is, the four-game roadie that we had was just, it's almost like, oh, you're the new guy this year in the conference? Here you go. <laughs> Take this. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yep. If we got to screw somebody with a crappy-ass four-game stretch, we're going to screw you guys. So we did it. We came out of there 2-2, two and two, which I think is a huge win. And um, and and it started off uh, this past week uh, at Marshall on Thursday night. This was a nationally televised game on ESPN2. Um, and, I mean, how else can you say it? Look. Lost eighty nine to sixty seven. Although we, we did come back and make a push in the second half, but mm-hmm. eighty nine to sixty seven ran into a buzzsaw, and I really think the secret is out. Southern Miss might have been sneaking up on some people uh, at the beginning of the season. That's not happening anymore. Uh, th- th- this game, man, Marshall. We've already we've all seen the D'Antoni offense, and and the tempo that they play with. It's uh, it's a lot. You know, and I'm not trying to make any excuses because the Marshall flat out whooped us. Getting in at midnight that night probably didn't help. <laughs> you yep. know, um, if you've ever been on any kind of trip with your family or with a travel team or just by yourself, if you run into a thing like that where all of a sudden you're chilling out at an airport for hour after hour after hour, even though these are young kids and they're still in college and all that, that sucks. And then you got to get out, and you got to play a team that's just ready to 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 roll. It's uh, it's it's not easy. We did have some some bright spots. Um, Crowley with twenty points, Hase with fourteen uh, to go along with six rebounds. Arnold twelve points and seven rebounds. Continuing uh, his his stellar play this year that that I did not see coming, and and Hase the the fourteen and six that he had, it was um, it it. it you wondered for a while. He looked rushed, right? Mm-hmm. He looked a little unsure. Um, people are keying in on him. They're like, you know what? We might lose. Hase is not going to beat us. Yep. And I totally understand that's that. That's pretty so evident. A, yeah, that, that's that's a good that's a that's a great strategy. Well, but he still ends up ends up with fourteen points. His three threes in the second half kind of found something, right? Like you talked about, you had a bad day on the golf course. Well, what if you had a bad day and like on fifteen, you found something, whatever that was. You figure it a little bit out, and you go like par, par, par birdie or something. You're like, you know what? It wasn't the best round, but I found something. I can't wait to play again. I feel like Hase did a little bit of that in this game. Um, and, and, and and you know, still got beat. And, and we did look rushed at times, but we never gave up. We trailed 37-29 to 29 at the half. Uh, cut the lead to only three points a couple of different times, but Marshall was just too much. Um, now, I don't know about you, but when this happened, I almost fell out of fell off my couch in my living room when uh, Crowley goes down. Oh yeah, and in, in that little area over there mm-hmm. by the tunnel, outside of 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 play, and was laying there, grabbing his knee. Thought this is this is the worst case scenario. Um, for for Southern Miss, yeah, I thought there was no way he was walking off that court. Yeah, it looked horrible. Worst case. It looked horrible. I was like, I was like, all right, let's. Just, I was like, you know what? We're getting beat anyway. Leave him out. Ice him up. Work your magic. Whatever you got to do. He cannot go down. <laughs> He's right. that important to this team. Um, and then after him, Mo goes down. 
Okay, and 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 we've mentioned how good that Mo's playing this year. Without him, where the hell would we be right now? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I know he he didn't come in as the starting point guard, but he got thrust into that position, and um, and he he's 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 held it all together all year long, and performed way better than 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 I than I thought he would. Uh, well, he goes down, right? <laughs> and he's here. He's holding his leg. Somehow, both injuries look super serious, uh, but they are both able to return. So it, I think it made losing the game by like twenty points or whatever um, a little bit easier. Being able to look back and go, okay, we still got a chance to go two and two. Um, we didn't give up in the game. We dodged two huge bullets in Crowley and Mo getting injured. Hase found something, and 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 then you know it's whatever you know like it's a loss, right. smash play at the end of the year. It doesn't matter if you lose by twenty, you lost. If you lost by a buzzer beater, would you feel any better right now? We'd still gone two and two on the road trip. So, um, anyway, I I, I know I kind of went off there, but but yeah, man, it, it was it was it was a game that that uh, I. I th- I thought we had a chance going in. I thought it was a, a relatively small chance. And then with everything that happened, I, I, it didn't surprise me that we got beat. Right. Did it surprise me a little bit that we got beat by 20? Yeah. That's what Marshall does, man. They run. They jack it up from everywhere. When they hit a whole lot of them, you lose by a lot, right? Yeah. They also did that a few years ago at Reed Green Coliseum. Didn't hit anything. And we just beat the pants out of them. Like I, th- I want to say it was one hundred one to fifty one. Yeah, we weren't yeah, that much better than Marshall. Like the first, they just yeah nine minutes. We were not that much better than Marshall, right? At all, we're probably evenly matched, or maybe even a, a tick under what Marshall usually brings to the table. They didn't hit a sing- They didn't hit anything the entire night, and we played out of our out of our minds. So anyway, the point is, with the style that they play, that can happen on both sides of it. So, but they're good. Can we and, talk uh, about the flags? I mean, the have flags. you ever seen anything as oh, the, the the running flags? I mean, <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I in in all my years of attending athletic events, I don't know if I've ever seen anything as bush league or just off the wall random than running flags when you hit threes in basketball. I just I don't know. I, it was so distracting to me on television that I don't know. Maybe it's part of the of what they got going on in their home field, home court advantage, whatever. I just think it's kind of kooky. But it was weird. I, I I I didn't I didn't notice it until you you said something about it, and then after you said something about it, I couldn't. And then I noticed that the TV guys they did. I think they were looking over their shoulder. You know, they're like, "Is this is this normal?" What's right. the deal? Hey, yeah. if, look, if that puts more butts in the seats there, fine. Was it weird? Yeah. But, you know, at RGC, we always we also have, like, flown a blimp around from time to time, dropping coupons. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, uh, we're, we're – we're, Marshall, we, we feel you. Uh, we're trying to get butts back in the seats as well. Yep. Um, games like that will do you well, and, and, and games like we've had at home so far this year will certainly do us well. Um, okay, so we lost that one, and we've yep. already mentioned that we went two and two. So obviously we won this next game, but had to go from Huntington, West Virginia, to Arkansas State, which is in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yep. 
Won this game 70 to 74 to 57. Huge bounce back win. Uh, going two and two was vital on this road trip for, for the rest of the season. I don't think we would be as psyched uh, for this week if we had not won that game. So mm-hmm. it was a very big game. Um, uh, we, we, we <laughs> oh, so so. How about the poll that and it, it was me. It, it was to the top talk, but it was it was I. I'll take the blame for it. We put out a poll before the before the game started um, as to who was going to be uh, the, the pick to click for the Eagles that day. It only gives you four options on the poll. So who did I? I went Hase Crowley. Uh, who else did I go? Hase Crowley, Pinkney, Pinkney and Donovan Ivory. Mm-hmm. Because I, I still say there's going to be a day where Donovan Ivory just scores like 35 points. I, I just I don't know. I like the guy. He, he's he's just got this thing about him. Anyway, Very streaky. Yeah. So, so the point with this is that I did not put Denajay Harris on that poll. <laughs> right. Well, Denajay goes off. So my bad. Um, I already least most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, do, I do not want to run into him in a dark alley. No, um, absolutely um, not. I, I mean, I could not run him. I couldn't beat him in a fight. I couldn't. Talk my way out of it. I would just he would just. He's got more athleticism in his pinky than I do. Yeah, he does. If we'd have filmed him on the golf thing today, he'd hit it to like four feet because he can just do that kind of stuff. I never see him play golf, but I wouldn't bet against him because I did this time, and he uh, he proved me wrong. So he leads he leads the Golden Eagles with a career high twenty two points. He had eight rebounds to go along with that. Uh, Crowley again eighteen points. Pinkney with twelve. Hase with ten. Um, and Mo Arnold, I thought, had a great effort. Um, yep. Him and Pink got the Eagles going early and allowed us to tread water until the second half when we really got it rolling. Mo hit two th- two big three-pointers there back-to-back in the first half. When, you know, Arkansas State come out, came out blazing, you know? Right, yeah, and um, actually I missed the first half. We were uh, running around, so I was keeping up with it. And so um, we got home. It was still halftime and turn the TV on, and man, what a second half. Yeah, yeah, tied at the half. Um, Eagles looked sluggish to me in yep. the first half. I don't know what happened at halftime, but uh, but something crazy must have happened. I don't know if Leidner got onto him. I don't know if Juan got onto him. I don't know if uh, – I don't know what happened. But uh, so we come out, uh, we, we win the second half 41-24, uh, to 24, playing some inspired basketball. Uh, started that second half out on a twenty-three to three run. The energy was back. Some, something changed. The, the, the light switch was flipped at halftime. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, there, there was a like a, a, a miracle-worthy halftime speech given, or something. I have no idea, but yeah, came out, uh, set the tone early. Did their we did our best Marshall impression? I thought in the second half. We shot fifty four percent from the field. Yeah, everything was going in. It was mm-hmm. it was unreal. Uh, it was one of those where it feels like that's what other teams do to us. Uh, it seems like every shot goes in, especially late in a shot clock or from way deep. It's like you just know it's going in, and it seemed like that during that run where it didn't really matter what we did; the ball was going in, which was always exciting to watch. No doubt. Um, so in in you know, something we're probably gonna have to clean up a little bit. Fifteen turnovers. Yes, back to back games with fifteen turnovers. Something that uh, that we've kind of hung our hat on 
on, on not doing a lot of so far this year. Correct. Uh, that being said, look, man, Sunbelt's tough. You know, Sunbelt's better than I thought it was going to be. I think we yep. got something to do with that. People didn't think we were going to be good, um, and, and we're better than we thought. Um, so, uh, but anyway, so, so, so coming up, um, we have a four-game home stretch. So I had that long four-game roadie. At least, they, you know, they penalized the new guy, but they gave us a four-game home stretch on the heels of that, mm-hmm. which is also huge. Even bigger since we have a little bit of momentum. I can't wait to see what the crowds look like. It's going to be awesome. Um, so we got South Alabama on Thursday, January the 19th at 7 p.m. Uh, James Madison, Saturday, January 31st at 2 p.m. Arkansas State, Thursday, January 26th, 7 p.m. Texas State, Saturday, January 28th at 2 p.m. Everybody listening to this probably already has tickets. Talk to somebody that you know. Tell them to also buy tickets. I think you can get them for like 10 or 11 bucks. There's not a bad seat in Reed Green Coliseum. We love Section G, or I do. I know you're a little bit to my left. You've been over there for a long time. That's a great yep. seat, too, right right at the tunnel where the guys yep. run in and out. Um, I, I but if, if you want to come sit next to me, Section G. We're in row five. It's getting kind of crowded now, but it's awesome. It's right in between our bench and the goal. It's 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 fantastic. Uh, come see me over there. But Pilo, South Al, you know, yep. They've been a thorn in our side for as long as I can remember in baseball and basketball and freaking football and whatever. We broke the curse last year, but they are not performing up to expectations so far this year. We played them on Thursday night at Reed Green Coliseum. What does what does what what South Al look like? What, what is that game looking like for, for us? Yeah, we'll start off with the matchup predictor. Uh, you know, on ESPN, they do a little prediction. And as of right now, I know this kind of is living and breathing and changes, um, but according to ESPN Analytics, we're at 79.9%. So let's just make that 80%. Uh, and obviously they're at 20%. Um, so it looks like we're heavily favored. Uh, they're kind of led by Isaiah Moore, not that Isaiah Moore. Um, yeah, not that one. He uh, he has 17.6 a game. Um and obviously, we're led by Crowley with 17.4 a game. Uh, points per game, they're around 68. Uh, we're around 75. Uh, they give up around 66. We give up about 63. As a team, they shoot about 45%. We're uh, closer to 46%. Uh, we out-rebound them 32-38 uh, per game. Uh, we... Lead them in assists. Uh, they do have. They do average four point one blocks a game. So it looks like you know uh, if we we may have to stay outside a little bit or not. Uh, kind of keep that in mind. Uh, they do have uh, average about six steals per game, and their last five, uh, they are two and three with wins over James Madison and Arkansas State and losses to uh, Louisiana. Texas State and Georgia State. Cool deal, and I know that they're dealing with the injury bug as well. And their center missed last game, so. Uh, but you know, heck, we've had we've had our own bouts with injury. We're still dealing with it. Although um, Nefty Neftali Alvarez did tweet out something. Oh God, what was it? It was something. It sounded great. It was like see you guys Thursday 
or something. Yep. I don't know what it was. I don't have any inside info. I just know that I saw the tweet and I was like, whoa, does that mean he's coming back? I know he's not, even when he does, no, he's not going to be back to, to full strength. And But if he can come in and give Mo like 12 minutes, right? Uh, Huge. 12 minute break, then I mean, Mo's going to be a little bit better. Um, you know, Nico's kind of found his, his, his role there, but to add a, a dynamic playmaker like Nefty back would would be huge. I don't want to jinx it, but um, but hopefully we'll we'll be looking uh, forward to to him coming back. And, and the South Alabama guy, you know, if you're gonna beat somebody, you might as well beat him at full strength. So I hope they're at full strength as well. So line it up, lace it up, um, see where uh, see where we come out, and hopefully our crowd makes a little bit of a difference, which I think we will this week. All right. Excuse me, Lady Eagles, mm-hmm. twelve and five, five and one. We mentioned that Joy Lee McNillis hit uh, that landmark victory of three hundred wins at Sutter Miss. Um, that came on, on the that came this week. First game this week, we played Arkansas State, won that one sixty one to thirty six. Wow. Uh, late, yeah, Lady Eagles led by twenty eight, uh, led twenty eight to eighteen, twenty to eighteen at halftime. Then went off in the third quarter, kind of like the guys did, right? Uh, you know, the, the ladies play quarters, but if the men had played quarters, I know we went on, we have a 23 to three run at the begin of the second half. Well, the, the lady Eagles in their actual third quarter, uh, scored 25 to only two points for Arkansas state. That's right. Wow. I'm pretty sure I got that right. I don't do the best yeah. stats, but we scored 25 in the third. They scored two for an entire quarter. I can't imagine being a coach and looking around going, have we scored yet? Like in the second half? And then right. somebody makes a two, and you're like, okay, that's we got two. Sweet. Um, but, yeah, so Sutter Miss uh, shoots 42.9% from the field, held Arkansas State to just 25.5%. Arkansas State turned it over 27 times. Sutter Miss converted that to 26 points. Wow. Sutter Miss with uh, four players in double figures. Jacoria Bracey, uh, 16 points and seven rebounds. Dominique Davis, 15 points and four steals. Malaya Grayson, 10 points. And Lenny Cornfield, 13 points. So that was a good win, which led us to the Louisiana Monroe game. Won this one 77 to 57. So talk about a week right there. Won the first game by damn near 30. Won the second game by 20. That's a pretty good week. This marked the 300th win, like we talked about for Coach McNillis. Um, four players in double figures again this game. Davis fourteen and six, Bracy with thirteen points, and Grayson eleven and six, Cornfield eleven and eight assists. So how are we looking in the Sun Belt? Pilo, why don't you tell us how we're looking for the men and the women's standings in the Sun Belt? Yeah, I mean for the men we have six teams. Uh... At four and two, so kind of stacked up. Uh, Marshall, Southern Miss, uh, Lafayette, Troy, Georgia Southern, and Monroe. Uh, then you, after that, you got three teams at three and three with James Madison, App State, Texas State. On the women's side of uh, Sunbelt standings, James Madison is clearly leading at 16 and two. They're six and oh in conference and have won 13 straight. Uh, Southern Miss and Troy sit at five and one. Texas State and Old Dominion at four and two, and there are four teams at three and three: Georgia Southern, uh, Louisiana Coastal, and App. All right, there's your uh, there's your Sun Belt update. So here is the moment that 
I think that I've been waiting for. I know that you've been looking forward to this. I'm not exactly sure that's going to go down. We talked about it in the open that uh, you did it as a draft. I did it as as a, as a starting five on the basketball yep. court. So we'll see what happens here. And I hope that you don't have any duplicates that I have. Uh, but uh, why don't you go ahead and, and set up this uh, this this uh, draft starting five. Yeah, we have so what we're going to do is uh, kind of do a top five. Uh, in every whenever we do this segment, it could be anything. It could be, uh, I've seen there's some guys on TikTok that do this. It's, it's pretty entertaining. Um, obviously around holidays, they were doing like top five, uh, you know, Thanksgiving foods or top five, uh, things that are orange. I know they did that one time and like a basketball was one of the things that were orange. And so it's kind of random. It can be anything. Uh, okay. so this is kind gotcha. of a, gotcha top five Hattiesburg restaurants. And so uh, I'm going to flip. I thought I had a coin here, but I don't. I'm going to flip a pin and kind of like flipping a tee in golf. And uh, okay, it would be you. So you get first pick. Uh, and then we're okay. just going to go back and forth. You're going to pick first pick. Right. And then I'm going to go back and forth and we're going to round out five. And then hopefully uh, we'll see. Hopefully this will make a little yeah. bit more sense. Right. Okay, so like I said, I did mine like a starting five on the basketball court. So I have a point guard, two guard, small forward, power forward, and a center. Um, that's what I got. So I'm going to start it off with the point guard uh, for my number one pick. And I'm going to go with Nellie's on that. We already mentioned chicken mm. tenders earlier, but I'm going with Nellie's. Look, it's fast. It's good. They do what they do well. And you know what you're going to get, right? Isn't that what you want out of a point guard? If i got to have a guy to come out and run the point for my team, I, I can't think that he's going to be out there uh, turning the ball over a lot. Uh, I have to know that he's going to be solid with the basketball. And uh, i got to know what, I, what what I'm going to get out of him. Uh, and he's got to be good. And he's got to be fast. So Nelly's gives me that. So I'm taking Nelly's in my first pick. Man, starting it off strong. I love the basketball analogy. Uh, and you're not going to get that depth for me. I didn't prepare that way, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to go, uh, my first pick, uh, Sully's. So if you know Hattiesburg, um, if you, I don't know, you may not have been there, but Sully's, uh, South Hattiesburg, uh, there's one in Petal. And actually I heard recently that they're getting a location out in West Hattiesburg. So you're looking at three locations. And they have one uh, golf Yeah, yep, yep. Well. That's four locations. Um, mm -hmm. So obviously they're doing something correct. Um, steaks, seafood. Um, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where you want your first pick to be kind of somewhere that you trust, somewhere that's solid. And uh, for us, it's never had a bad experience. Always have good service. Food is great. Yeah. You can cut your steak with a fork. Don't yep. even need and enough, there's just other right? things like how well, awesome. I many times right. I go there and get their um, Philly cheesesteak with the queso. We've had that. Oh my gosh! Like one of the best sandwiches uh, out there for the for the money. I mean, I think it's you know if you don't want to go out and spend steak money, you know, you know for a date night, you kind of want to keep it simple. Uh, they have a really good appetizers, really good desserts, and Sully's. If you're listening take a sponsorship Sully's great choice all right so do you lead it off and then you get the second go no, back to you, back to you. Uh, yep. I keep going first 
Back to me. Okay. So number two picked my two guard, right? I'm going to Thomas. Not the Ooh. one out west, if it's still out there. I'm talking about the one on uh, Timothy Lane over here. Uh, classy player, right? Uh, he can wow you, but very, very consistent. So out of my two guard, I'm taking Jew Thomas. Man, gosh, talk about a place that's screams Hattiesburg. And, um, man, what a solid choice. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Reliable. Uh, if you're in the Hattiesburg area, uh, we're here at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Uh, I gotta go, Del Sol. It is it is the backbone of hmm. uh, Mexican food for me. It's something I can eat multiple times a week. Uh, Mister Consistent. I can't tell you how many times during COVID I had ordered uh, to go and went there and picked it up, and the guys are like, "It's it's me again." And eventually, we started getting back to going <laughs> to eat in person, and it was like we were sitting there one night and guy comes by it's like you're not getting it to go and you know it's just one of those things where we're there so much uh and man um after living in jackson a couple years we were constantly bouncing around trying to find a solid mexican place we just couldn't find it but uh del sol anything they have with chorizo is fantastic so good pick good pick the wife and i don't make it out west that that often but when we do that's always a good pick so uh, in the three spot, my small forward in this case, this is a yep. tough one for me. Um, but but I, I'm gonna go. Partly I'm going with this because I live so close to it. I'm gonna go oh. fuzzies. Maybe a little bit of a reach. It might be a little bit of a reach. It, it's okay, but they're very versatile, right? Um, you can have a seat at the bar, like with that with that lift uh, that that garage yep. door on the outside. You can have that seat at the bar. It feels like you're on vacation. You know, sometimes we can take the golf cart up there. It feels like I'm on a damn vacation. That's really cool. But at the same time, if Jack's there with us and we can't sit at the bar, you can sit it over at one of those tables. Kids love it. They get the cornhole outside. The food's great. I know we're dealing with restaurants and food's great, but a lot of this has to do with with being close to where I am and uh, and and being able to to get there and and um, and then you know, in, in our case, Jack's usually with us. Uh, he's a six year old. So is he going to like it? Is he going to eat something that, that they have? Mm-hmm. And he is, he does like it and he does like what they feed him. So I'm going with fuzzies uh, for my small forward. Another solid choice. Um, you know, you're the one that got me on, uh, on fuzzies. Uh, I was, I never really went there that much. And then I think it was after a baseball game, uh, several hours at the peak, you and I went out there and sat at the bar that first time and, and man, I am hooked. I think it's solid. Um, number three, pick three for me. I'm going murky waters, uh, solid barbecue, um, great nachos, great onion strings, uh, and consistently the burnt ends. The burnt ends. Yep. A lot of people that cook brisket that don't know how to do it. And, um, and, and they, they deliver. So murky waters. You kind of got to get lucky to get the burn ends over there, but if you get them yep. over there, it's so good. So get good. there early. That's the key. At pa- that's that's it. Absolutely. At power forward uh, for my four spot. So you got to think about what do you want out of a power forward in my scenario here. You got to think you want an older player, experience, do what they do well, maybe not fancy, but very effective. Um, think Gary Flowers mm-hmm. type of deal. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going down and Ellie's. Down and Ellie's. Like you got you you got a little you got a little, you got a little character there, yep. right? Um, you, you got um, just look, man. It is what it is. If you want a salad, it's coming in a styrofoam bowl. No option. Ranch. No option There's on no the salad. Option. Love it. Okay. Um, if you want some wine, uh, you bring your wine. So, going down in Ellie's for my power forward. Good choice. Great stick. Solid. I'm going someplace uh, new, but something or new new to me, I guess. Uh, as my love for downtown has been revitalized, and uh, you know where I'm going. Uh, somewhere we've been multiple times together, and uh, I gotta go. Hattiesburgers. Uh, it is. It has quickly become my kind of go-to place burger. for a burger. And uh, I think I've talked about it before. I, I miss Villies, the old school Villies. I had people know, remember Villies, mm. the sandwich place. Uh, they used to have those broccoli bites, and it was one of our favorite kind of little appetizer things. But Hattiesburgers has those. And um, you put pineapple and teriyaki on a burger, and I'm all in. And that one is hard to beat. The sunset. Sunset. And... Uh, Man, it has quickly become one of our favorite places. Pick four. Very good choice. Nelson, any of Nelson's places. So Nelson's got two guys yep. on this list. Um, if, for, my, for my fifth pick, uh, coming in at center, this guy's got to be solid, right? He's got to be solid as a rock. Um, and the, what I went with was the Crescent City Grill. I just don't. I mean, anybody can come in. You can, you can. If people come in from out of town, they're like, "Where should we go eat?" That's got to be near the top, I would think, um, of, of any place that you can pick. Um, like, like it, it, in a basketball term, like everybody in the building when they're watching that night, they know that you're a force yep. out there, right? You're like, "This guy's good. He's got a shot to be in the league." That's what you get when you go to Crescent City. Uh, pick anything on the menu. I like when they have the uh, the, the 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 shrimp bisque. I, it's, it doesn't come around a lot, but when it comes around, it's phenomenal. I can eat a bucket of it yep. if they brought it out. So, in, in my five spot, starting well, at center, you you definitely took my fifth pick there. Um, uh, so Ooh. I got to pivot, um, <laughs> and I'm going to throw in a wild card. I had a couple alternates just in case we we did poach each other's picks. Um, and this is somewhere I haven't been in a while, um, kind of because of COVID and. Um, but I think it's something that kind of screams Hattiesburg and primarily Purvis, I think is where it's got its start, but I'm going movie star, um, uh, man, <laughs> you talk about a place that, that delivers and has, and went through the, the trenches of COVID and having a buffet during COVID. I just cannot imagine the nightmare that that was, but, uh, thankfully we're, we're That's through right. that. And it's such a good family that owns that place. Um, but solid fried chicken, lots of vegetables. You just can't go wrong. Uh, you got you got to if you're having a, like you said, a starting five. You got to throw something like that in there. So, uh, shout out to Movie Star. Been a while, but I'm ready to go back. Yeah, buffets in general. I haven't yeah, been to. Uh, it's been a while. Buffet in quite a while. Here's here's my problem with buffets. I always want to get my money's yeah. worth. I feel like a lot of places I can go. And I tell Katie, like, look, let's just get this. And if we're still hungry in a little bit, we'll get something else, right? At a buffet, I'm in. 
I'm in there. I'm like, this is, you know, I realize this is not the best thing for me right now. But uh, I, I might have to run a few extra miles next week. But I'm not leaving here without trying that and that and that and that and hit the dessert yep. thing up. So, uh, yeah, movie star, man. That's, God, I got full just, just thinking about that conversation. Yeah. What a good choice. Well, cool, man. Well, that was our first segment as far as yeah, that went. Great. We did it in two different styles and somehow made it through it. So, anyway, the good thing about Hattiesburg is there's so many restaurants. We could do it again. Yeah, pick absolutely. And, and, I, and I can make an argument for every damn one of them. So, uh, all right, man, let's get back to Southern Miss stuff. Uh, track and fields. Shane used to do these updates. I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm probably not going to do this yet as Shane. But we did uh, have some... Have, action in track and field this week for the Southern Miss men and women. They competed in the Blazer Invitational and and did pretty well out there. Uh, first uh, Had a first place finish, 10 top three finishes, and a new school record. So let's get right into it. Milani Galbraith, a first place finish in the high jump and the long jump. So there's your two first nice. place finishes right there. Jared Williams, third place in the 60 meter, 60 meter hurdles. Marquez McRae, third in the 600-meter run. Tomek Prisbylak, second in the 1,000-meter run. And this is great. We finished this up right after a buffet segment, by the way. <laughs> um, Trinity Benson comes in at third place uh, with a, in, in, in the 60-meter dash. Sophia John, third place in the 60-meter hurdles. Isabella Ross, third in the one-mile run at 4 minutes and 59 seconds for a guy that runs. I, I, I still don't consider myself a runner, but I do like to go clear my mind, run anywhere from two, mostly two miles. I'll mix in some 5Ks from here and there. But anyway, uh, one-mile run at 4 minutes and 59 seconds. Unreal. Um, that's about the time that I get to my half-mile mark. So, holy smokes. Uh, Caitlin Cartwright, third in the third in the 1,000-meter run. Zariah Taylor, second in the high jump. Uh, Savia John, third in the high jump. And that was all of the podium finishers for the Golden Eagles. For, for the Golden Eagles. But um, the track program is uh, just keeps it rolling. I, I, I don't know how they how they keep doing it, but they, they Coach John Stewart over there does a great job. And props to them for finishing high in the Blazer Invitational. Now. We're getting towards the end here, Pilo, but we do have the To the Top Talk tour coming up pretty soon. January 16th today, but the tournament we, we've decided, I think it's like 100% accurate or 100% in concrete, April 21st and 22nd, which is a Friday and a Saturday, we're going to do that somewhere in Hattiesburg. I'm in charge of that part of it, and I haven't done a whole lot of work on it. It's been in Timberton the last two years. It's a fun, it's a fun golf tournament. Uh, you can email us at, at to the top talk at gmail.com if you want to play. We're gonna limit it to about forty people. Um, I think we had thirty or maybe like twenty eight the first year, then like thirty four maybe last year. Uh, we're probably gonna cap it out at about forty this year. So if you want in, uh, now's the time. Let us know. All the proceeds go to Southern Miss Golf. We set this thing up in a Ryder, Ryder Cup style format. So you're going to have a black team against the gold team. Everybody has a lot of fun. Uh, it's not super expensive. Um, and, it, it, and 
it's uh it's coming up so you need to get out anyway and start playing some golf when the weather's this nice and if you're going to play golf you might as well play in this thing um so call me and, and or email us and we will get you more info on that now pilo and other football yep. news we had a couple guys make some announcements this week yeah uh looks like uh malik shorts um he announced this week that he is, I think, pursuing the NFL, uh, the NFL draft. So he will not be yep. returning. Um, but in other news, uh, Avery Habas announced that he is returning. So, um, you know, we got one guy heading out uh, to test the waters. And then, uh, you know, Mr. Habas uh, is going to be back. Going to be back leading that black and gold and, and flying around and, being involved in every tackle, I'm sure. Uh, Avery is all over the field and glad to have him back with a nasty bunch. Yes, absolutely. And Malik, it just made me want to cry like a little girl because he is my favorite player. <laughs> and he's been my favorite player. And he's one of Dan's guys, right? Yep. And um, But, hey, man, just if you you, you got to go. You got to leave your mark. And all these guys that have that COVID year, I still it's still hard for me to get used to it's, I know he's been here forever. I get it. But, man, I, I kind of wish that, like, Southern Miss was, like, a professional team. <laughs> so I could just latch on to yeah, these guys, yeah. for, you know, for, for, for longer than three or four years. In this case, probably five years. But, man, best of luck to Malik. So glad that Avery's coming back. He's married. Um, and his wife does not live right down the road. So th- that uh had to be to, i don't know how that conversation would go in my household right <laughs> like you're right now she's like what do you mean you're gonna be out on wednesday night i'm like well i gotta work like you know two hours away so i was probably gonna stay out and he's like i'm gonna play an entire year of football <laughs> but um but but good for him and good for us uh selfishly he's an animal you know he, he's a, he's the kind of guy you can re- it's really easy to get behind a guy like Avery Habas, so who knows? I might latch on to him for my favorite player for, for one more year so I can get fully disappointed when he leaves. But um sure glad he's coming yep. back. And uh and and that's great news. So anyway, man, dude, we have rambled on long enough, I think. Let's get the shout outs. Do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah. Um I just had one, uh and, and it's really just kind of quick. I happened to see um Jeff Cook uh, yesterday at church and um, thinking about baseball season coming up and man, what a great golden Eagle uh, Jeff was. And we had a good conversation. Uh, Jeff played in the to the top talk tournament last year. um, And I'm sure, sure he'll play again this Mm -hmm. year. It seems like, um, you know, great golfer, great guy. And just kind of want to give him a shout out. Um, that's really all I had. I'm gonna keep it simple, keep it short tonight. I got a few shout outs. Uh Marshant Kenny announced that he's having a podcast coming soon. I don't know what the name is yet. I think he's still trying to work that out. Uh, but it's it, I, I'm ready for that. He's been on with us a few times and he's become a good friend. And and everybody knows Marshant. Uh so yeah, it's uh then we'll probably have him on. Yeah to, to talk sure. about it. Uh, I mentioned it to him. He said he would be he'd be honored to come on. So uh, we'll have Marshant on as soon as he gets his ducks in a row. He says it's going to come sometime in February. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, looking forward to the Marshant Kitty Kenny uh, podcast. Uh, shout out to the city of Hattiesburg. 
it was announced last week that Hattiesburg was chosen to host the U8 Dixie Youth World awesome. Series. That's incredible. Jack is in the league right up under that, but we have some friends that are in that U8 division. So, I mean, how cool would that be? Uh, and, and and just a great thing for Hattiesburg. It's just another reason why it's so cool to live here, man. Stuff like this happens, so that's neat. Um, and my last shout-out goes to Phil Scott, who reached out, uh, wants us to dive more into baseball and give what we think will be the lineup and rotation. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Phil, because it's not too long from now. What is it, a month? Not long. About yeah. a month from now? Maybe less than a month. I think it's, is it February 14th we start? Anyway, it's right at a month. Um, and Phil, that's a great idea. I think we'll try to do that. I'm going to have to ask some people what they think because I haven't been out yep. to any practices. I have, I have my ideas. I mean, you know, Lynch is going to be a third. I mean, you know, you have some things. You know, Sarge is going to be over at first. You know, Dusty Dick's going to be a short. But I get it. So, um, but, but, but interesting, uh, the interesting thing about that is, is going to be the, the pitching rotation, which people seem to be worried about. Don't. No. We're loaded. We're all right. Uh, but, yeah, Phil, that's a great idea. Um. And uh, that's it for my shout-outs. So, guys, hey, look, thanks for listening in t- today. Um, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember that you can follow me at Bumper J. Bailey and follow Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all the socials at To The Top Talk. And don't forget the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always... Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer. But Southern Mississippi put you all to shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you When the football season it's over and done The fans here in Hattiesburg Will be proud of what we've done I could play For the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State Or Tennessee But I chose Southern Mississippi And right here at home Is where I'll always be I could play For Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi 
put you all to shame I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 